Welcome to the Gifted to Give podcast. I am Brother Gian. If you're new to podcasting, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share to all of you how wonderful God is as we celebrate the 500 years of Christianity in the Philippines. Good day, listeners. We have once again Monsignor Achilles Dakai as he will preach and teach to us the good news of the gospel for this Sunday, May 28, 2023. We have a great number of listeners, downloads, and interactions. We at Gifted to Give Podcast would like to thank everyone for their support. We are blessed to have our sponsor for our podcast, Podmetrics. Thank you so much, Podmetrics, for the support, and I urge everyone to support them as well. And now, without further ado, please join us in welcoming Monsignor Achilles Dakai. wherever you come from. Good morning on this very sunny morning of the last Friday of May and within the last days of the Easter season. You see, during this season, thank God, we have been able to get together, sit down comfortably, you in your corner and I in mine, to study, to understand the readings or at least at most the Gospels assigned for this next Sunday. You see, through this season we have already celebrated gladly and gratefully the first glorious mystery the resurrection of our Lord on that Sunday April 9 then last Sunday we celebrated just as joyfully the second glorious mystery, the ascension of our Lord, last Sunday, May 21. And on this coming Sunday, God willing, we shall celebrate also with glad and grateful hearts the third mystery, this third glorious mystery, the descent of the Holy Spirit. So, we are celebrating joyfully these three mysteries within this Easter season. And so, be prepared with your Bibles to read the Gospel assigned for this cycle C year. The three Gospels, by the way, are all according to John. All according to John. Chapter 14, chapter 15, or chapter 20. The assignment for this year is chapter 20, verse 19 to 23. But as we have grown accustomed to do, 
we also refer to the other cycle B and C Gospels. And even we have to reflect on the Acts of the Apostles in its chapter 2. But before we read or listen to the reading by Abed Go, let us pray. Almighty Father, send your Holy Spirit on us that we may read your word with hope, with uh, faith. Reflect on it with hope and uh, realize it with love. Following the example of your only begotten Son, from whom we find freedom, fulfillment, and the future with you forever. In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And now we listen to the reading of the Gospel by Abed Go. St. John chapter 20, 19-23. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thank you. Thank you very much, Abed. And let us sit down and study this gospel. Only St. John has written about this. Within, therefore, the Easter season, we are thankful that we are given this three mysteries to reflect on. The third mystery, the descent of the Holy Spirit. According to this gospel, the Holy Spirit descended first of all in the New Testament when that Sunday of the resurrection, the eleven apostles were inside that upper room in Jerusalem with behind closed doors, and the risen Jesus appeared to them with his glorious body. Glorious body, yet he could make himself visible even with the nail marks on his hands and feet and side. So the recent Jesus in the glorious body of his appeared to his 11 apostles and he greeted them with peace be with you. We have already said that Jesus precisely stood in their midst 
it was an act of mercy because mercy means you place yourself in the shoes of the miserable. The eleven these apostles were very miserable. It's one of them since misery loves company. That's why they were all together in that upper room. But Jesus, the divine mercy, appeared in their midst and greeted them. What's important for us now is after greeting them twice, peace be with you, he said, receive the Holy Spirit. So Jesus is giving them the Holy Spirit. And so naturally, the Holy Spirit descended on them and they received the Holy Spirit. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and they were rejoicing. That's what we learn from this gospel according to John. That's why this Sunday properly should be called the Feast of the Descent of the Holy Spirit, like the Resurrection, like the Ascension. So these are the three sacraments, as they say, mysteries that we are happy to reflect on. Descent of the Holy Spirit. In John 14, to begin with, Jesus, before his death, promised a very solemn promise that he made to his apostles that he would ask the Father and the Father would send him or the Holy Spirit through him to the apostles. He promised that, that the Holy Spirit would be another advocate, another paraclete, another helper. Advocate means you stand beside precisely when called on to witness. Advocate, paraclete, or helper. Jesus described the working of this Holy Spirit in the next chapter, John 15, that this Holy Spirit will come on his apostles not only with the power to forgive sins, but also to be always with them as the Spirit of truth. Now, all the truths have already been preached by Jesus himself. So the Holy Spirit will not actually reveal anything new. He will only remind them of what he has heard from, the, from Jesus and already told them. He would only be reminding them. So the Holy Spirit as this promised this by Jesus and as explained how he would be working on the people he descended on. That's chapter 14 and chapter 15. 
And chapter 20 is what, what we have just read. That Jesus, who promised the Holy Spirit, he sent, actually, in private, as it were, <coughs> and to just a few, the descent of the Holy Spirit. Now, St. Luke, who has written two books, the Gospel of our Lord, according to St. Luke, and the Acts of the Apostles, which is the first reading for this Sunday, precisely he reminds us that after those days, resurrection, ascension, while the Jews were celebrating the Old Testament festival called Pentecost, this celebration of the Old Testament feast or festival was their annual commemoration of first the harvest after plantation, the Jews believed that 50 days after would be harvest. So they celebrated that with thanksgiving, offering to God the first fruits of their fields. That was the first celebration. Then later on, when Moses received from God the Ten Commandments, the so-called ancient law as well as the covenant when the when Moses presented the law to the people and the people agreed to observe it there was a covenant that was the old covenant so two celebrations actually in one this time at in Jerusalem, they celebrated the festival of Pentecost in commemoration of the harvest and of the coming down of Moses from Mount Sinai with the old law and the covenant. That is why I repeat, the proper name for this feast is not Pentecost. It is the descent of the Holy Spirit on the day that the Jews were celebrating Pentecost. Pentecost was therefore a, an old Old Testament festival. But what happened? The Holy Spirit who descended already in private to a few, the eleven, now he descended in public, as it were, and to many. Not only to uh, the apostles, but also to the other Jewish, especially those converts already from Jews, Judaism, and from the Gentiles. We are told by St. Luke that the Holy Spirit descended visibly in the form of a strong wind. 
of course, who has seen the wind? But they could feel and hear the noise and feel the strength of the driving wind. Aside from that, the Holy Spirit visibly appeared in the so-called tongues of fire. Tongues of fire which parted and, and uh, descended on each of those Jews and other converts. They were the ones filled with the Holy Spirit. And according to St. Luke, they were the ones who were empowered to speak about the good deeds of God. Now, at that time, there were other peoples from other foreign nations gathered there. There were pagans. They were gathered in that same place where the Jews and the other converts were together. And of course, they were speaking these foreigners were they were speaking of their different languages but the apostles and the Jews were of course speaking in Aramaic language or Hebrew language and yet these foreigners from different pagan nations could understand what the Jews or Jewish converts were speaking. While the apostles, therefore, and the Jewish converts, the Jews and Jewish converts, were receiving the Holy Spirit, it was a miracle for them to be brave enough. They were enabled, they were energized, and they were encouraged to speak about the goodness of the Lord. And the pagans, the foreigners, could understand that <coughs> because the Holy Spirit also made what they heard understandable by them. So, the pagans here are receiving the miracle of hearing while the apostles and the other disciples were receiving the miracle of talking, of preaching. This is it. So, but the purpose of the miracles <coughs> of talking or speaking and the miracle of hearing were for one and the same purpose, that they may be one in praising the mighty deeds of God. That is the main purpose of the differences of tongues. Now, that happened once and for all. Therefore, the descent of the Holy Spirit happened in the New Testament first to a few in private 
and now to many in public. But the same purpose that the mighty deeds of God be proclaimed. No other purpose. So that is it. Now we learn and we believe this. We in the Apostles' Creed, we say, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who has de descended on the Apostles. Now we ask ourselves, if the Holy Apostle, Holy Spirit, descended on those peoples in private and in public, then, is the Holy Spirit also descending on us now? Now, how therefore does the Holy Spirit descend on us now? Because you see, together with the sacrament of Holy Eucharist, the sacrament of baptism and the sacrament of confirmation are called the sacraments of Christian initiation. They are the initiation rites. In answer, therefore, to the question, how does the Holy Spirit descend on us? We say, through these three sacraments which initiate us into the body of Christ. Initiation rites. You who have gone to high school or especially college, you know that in every university or college there is such a thing as initiation rites by students so that they belong to a team or a barcada, etc. So, the same with us in our one holy Catholic apostolic church. There are three initiation rites or three initiation sacraments of the baptism, confirmation, and Eucharist. We know that in baptism, we are baptized in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In confirmation, the formula is receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Eucharist, we know that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, as we say at Mass, may we be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. So there you have the three initiation rites, the three sacraments, when properly received, they fill us with the Holy Spirit. The question now is, how are we aware 
of the presence, the power, and the providence of the Holy Spirit in us who have been initiated through baptism, confirmation, and the Holy Eucharist. That is the big question we should now ask. It is our duty and our salvation to precisely behave according to our belief as baptized persons, as confirmed persons, and as communicants. It is our duty and our salvation to live up to the demands of Jesus, demands of our faith in Jesus. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny him or herself, must take up his or her cross daily, and must follow, imitate me. Therefore, the Holy Spirit, described by Jesus as the paraclete, the advocate, the helper, the spirit of truth, in the creed, he is our Lord and life giver. We should make good use of the gifts that the Holy Spirit has brought into the church. Because the Holy Spirit in that public descent to many, it has been traditionally called the Pentecost Day has been traditionally called the birthday of the Lord. Marked, the church has been marked as one and as Catholic. One and Catholic, that is, spread throughout the whole world, universal, open to all. Precisely the wind blows anywhere, anytime. And the fire precisely enables us, energizes us, and encourages us always to behave accordingly. This is now the time to realize after reflection and reading of the third mystery glorious mystery the descent of the Holy Spirit some people would like to replay what happened in Pentecost day that happening in Pentecost day was necessary at that time but after that no more the Holy Spirit descends on us without the wind and the fire. After all, they were just symbolic for what the Helper, the Holy Spirit, has done for us with His helps, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So that's it. That is 
how we should rejoice on this day. This is our birthday. The scent of the Holy Spirit made the, the church born and marked as one and Catholic. So here I stop for some of your questions and reflections. And now, words from our sponsor. If you're a current podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, I want to share with you the tool that I use to help me monetize my podcast. It's called Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. Plus, you can track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description box of this episode and use the referral code 500YOCCBU so you can monetize your podcast too. Thank you, Podmetrics. And now, back to our podcast. Good AM, Mons. Good AM. Thank you for highlighting that the descent of the Holy Spirit happened in the private and public lives of the disciples, and that this continues to happen to us as believers in our baptism, confirmation, and Eucharist. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit, our Advocate. Thank you, then, for reflecting yourselves on this mystery. A happy birthday to our Holy Catholic Church this Pentecost. I am proud to be Catholic. Thank you for the reminder that in my baptism, I was recruited by Jesus to serve His army through our Catholic faith. It's a very good note that you have cited. You know, in baptism, we are called, the Holy Spirit calls us, precisely to serve Jesus in his army but the Holy Spirit in confirmation precisely makes us full-pledged soldiers in his militant church as we know there is a triumphant church in heaven there is the suffering church in purgatory and there is the militant church on earth and thanks to the Holy Spirit we are made full-pledged courageous strengthened soldiers in that militant church 
that we are. I like the reminder that our church is a militant church and that God gave us the Holy Spirit so that we can better serve our community with good works and acts of mercy. That's right. So don't let us forget anything that happens that may sound strange or phenomenal. We must be asking the Holy Spirit to make us understand the meaning and the purpose of that thing that we have just said or done. So any preaching, any speaking in any language that does not make sense and is not understood by all, is not a gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helps us with His gifts to understand and be one and Catholic. How do we know that we really receive the Holy Spirit? Dili man ko makaproclaim in different tongues. That's right. See, at baptism, we were infants, but our parents and our sponsors precisely made the they pronounced the vows to reject Satan, to believe in God. So, now that we are grown-ups ourselves, that's why there is a renewal of our baptismal vows pronounced by our parents and sponsors at that time. So, every time we attend Mass and we say, I believe, that is a part already of the promise of the vow we made in baptism. And especially if we have been confirmed at the age of 12 and above, we are made conscious that we are not just baptized but confirmed full-pledged soldiers in the militant church. Hilomons. Yes. It is nice to be reminded that Catholic means open to all peoples. This includes the LBGT, the criminals, the divorced. Such a powerful reminder that as a militant church, we have so much to work on praying for those we do not agree with or whose lifestyle who do not support. Our Holy Mass for all of us sinners. Come Holy Spirit, make us love you and my fellow men. That's true. That's true. If a person is baptized Catholic then converts to being Protestant 
niya magpabaptize siya agan. Is that okay? Which baptism is exactan? You know, baptism can be administered by anyone who believes that the Father is God, the Son is God, the Holy Spirit is God. Therefore, only the believers in the Trinity can validly baptize. So, in a Protestant church, if they believe, they believe in the one God and three persons, that baptism is valid. But if we know for a fact that the Iglesia and Christo, the Aglipayans, do not believe in the divinity of Christ, see, they do not administer baptism validly. So once they become Catholics, converted to Catholicism, they have to be baptized. But some Protestants who believe in the Trinity and are baptizing validly. Our Catholic faith is so vibrant and so alive through the sacraments, especially our baptism and confirmation with the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have to be conscious, aware of the fact that we are baptized. That's why I have always been advising people, get a record of your original certificate of baptism. Then hang it on the wall so that you'll be reminded to behave according to your baptismal vows. Just like those validly married in church should show their marriage contract on the wall so that everybody would know that you have also been married validly in church. We place so many stampas, stampitas, pictures of photos around in our houses, and yet we do not show the original certificates of our baptism, our first communion, confirmation. That should be it. That's how you become aware of the presence, the power, and the providence of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Marge, that even if I'm a woman, I have been recru recruited by Jesus in His army in my baptism. What a beautiful reminder, and in addition to my birthday, I will celebrate the day of my baptism. Uh, okay. But should be. We should try to celebrate the baptismal day as our birthday. But that should be every day. Because you should behave according to your baptismal vows every day. Since you have not asked the question, the Holy Spirit 
as the helper, the advocate, the paraclete, brings with him seven gifts. The seven gifts of the Holy Spirit are wisdom, understanding, knowledge, counsel, fortitude, piety, and fear of the Lord. These are the helps that the Holy Spirit, the Helper, gives His Church, and we have to make good use of each of them. And that will be a big birthday celebration for each one of us every day. So we pause here for our final blessing, but uh, may I read to you the prayer for next Sunday, May 28th. Oh God, who by the mystery of today's great feast sanctify your whole church in every people and nation pour out we pray the gifts of the Holy Spirit across the face of the earth and with the driving grace that was at work when the gospel was first preached and proclaimed Fill now once more our the the hearts of uh, believers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. So the Lord be Amen. with you. May Amen. Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And with your spirit. Amen. So. Amen. Bye bye. Wow, that was an amazing talk given by Monsignor Achilles Dakai. We are so grateful for the Lord for sending Monsignor Dakai to share God's Word to all of us. We would like to thank again Monsignor Achilles Dakai and also to our heartfelt gratitude goes to all of you who joined, interacted, and asked a question for Monsignor Dakai. Hear more from Monsignor Dakai again next weekend. This is once again the Gifted to Give podcast for your ears only. I am Brother Gian signing off. Have a blessed Sunday to all and to God be the glory. You have just listened to the Gifted to Give podcast with your host, Brother Gian, Brother John, and Father Jojo. Catch our next episode. This episode of the Gifted to Give podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to our Facebook page at 500 Years of Christianity, Archdiocese of Cebu. If you love the Gifted to Give podcast, love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review everywhere you listen to your podcast. Till next time, 